It's very nice to see when you guys are just loyal fans pulling up every episode. Every you, episode. You know, you know what's going to happen. You're just along for the ride. And we appreciate that. Yeah. You're liking, you're commenting, you're subscribing. Mm-hmm. Notification gang. Mm-hmm. You're viewing. You know what I'm saying? YouTubing while we moving and grooving. Shout out to Smokey Robinson who made a song called Cruising. He also has an album out called oh, I'm yeah. On The Way. Yeah. Called Gasms. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> Personally, wish that Lil Wayne actually took that one song from Dedication to it and put it on the album. That I'm a good looking rapper, I ain't trying to stunt. I ain't gonna lie, I ne- I hated that song at first when I was on my lyrical shit, and I just want him to kill tracks. But now, since you know this day's era is like a lot more about bouncing the vibe, like I was in a Publix and I was playing that joint, and I was like, he was ahead of his time. Like this sounds like something that could bump now. Like mm-hmm. if if somebody was yo somebody out there could really take that and just make that a today song, like that shit would bump for real, for real. Especially if it's somebody from New Orleans, you know what I'm saying. But this will uh, uh, begin a new episode of the Hold It Down podcast. You know what I'm saying. I'll be your host Saquon, aka the Quizzer. You know what I'm saying. Here are my black hatted co-hosts right here. It's your main man, D. Unstoppable Bloodbath back at it again on the episode of Hold Down Podcast. AKA Seven Lack. You know what I'm saying? Because he got all the Seven Lack on right now. At least you ain't lacking or been lacked on. So, yeah, this is Hold Down Podcast where it's a hip hop, bad up culture as a whole. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Um, I, I enjoy the growth. It's very nice to see when you guys are just loyal fans pulling up every episode. Every you, episode. You don't even know what's going to happen. You're just along for the ride and we appreciate that. Yeah. You're liking, you commenting, you're subscribing. Mm-hmm. Notification gang. Mm-hmm. you viewing. You know what I'm saying? YouTubing while we moving and grooving. Shout out to Smokey Robinson who made a song called Cruising. He also has an album out called oh, I'm yeah. On The Way yeah. called Gasms. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I saw Maul. I saw Maul talk about that shit. He's like, "Yo, how horny is this man? He's eighty years old. This this song is about inside you and shit." I'm like, "God damn, it's not okay." Like, I understand the old people probably still have some type of sex life, but you're not supposed to be talking about it after a certain age. Not, it, it's like it's 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 a it's a certain window of time where you could talk about sex. It's it a, it's a period where you're too young, and then there's a period where you're too old. You got a small window of time. He's definitely too old. Where that is a topic that you could discuss publicly. Yes. Yeah, he gonna maybe he's trying to go for a record. He wanna be the first the first eighty year old person to sing about sex. I would think he would forget what that even feels like at this point. So but, I don't know what he's more worried about. Is he more worried about the sex or, or is he more worried about his people like her gang banging? I don't know, because I have a personal problem with gang banging. Just because first of all, that's a banger in the streets. <laughs> I've been listening to that last week. I was randomly gang banging. Mm-hmm. It's a classic in the street. But I'm mad because, of course, yeah. in perfect album promotion fashion, he went to Vlad. And, oh, of course, wow. Vlad be asking the Vlad's questions. Vlad's got a, got a Smokey Robinson interview? Yes. And Vlad, of course, asks, um, 
well, he didn't need drugs during his day. And he was like, well, I wasn't too big on drinking. I didn't really like drinking. Smoking was my thing. I liked marijuana. And what I used to do is I'll put cocaine in my blunts and smoke them. Stick of smoking Jeffries? Yes. Smoking, what was it called? Uh, they call it bunk. He was smoking that shit. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Vlad wanted to be funny. It's like, so you was put crack into your blunts. He was like, no, not crack. That is not cocaine. the same thing. Yeah. Cocaine. I have a big problem with that because in gangbanging, the first lines is drinking that wine, mm-hmm. wasting your time, doing that dope, mm-hmm. smoking that coke. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you did this. You are the gangbanger. Did he also give up hope? Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's also a gangbanging. I'm just, I'm just asking. Bang, bang, that shit is a. I almost wanted to sell and make a trophy out of it, but I'm like, there's no way I can. I can't find it myself to do it the right way. It's. I don't know how that song would work as a drill song, right? Because I know like all right, people can sample whatever, yeah. but it's just the that song, the cadence of it, the beat behind it. I don't know. It just. I don't feel like it would take a lot of work you to know, make it work as a as a drill beat. The further thing is it would be the most ironic song because I would have to give that to I would have to it would have to literally be the nigga that made that gang 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 gang. Mm. I don't fuck with you. You don't get it would have to be that ironic. Like somebody a nigga like that gang banging all on the track. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Almost as bad as when you know that uh unless you gave it to YG, unless you made it more of a West Coast song and YG rapped on he it. Might have, yeah, he might have made it work, you know what I'm saying? But he also he's not trying to make good albums. He is going out his so way to not make good music right now, bro. And it hurts. Yeah, I am I need y'all to understand I'm a big YG fan. Yeah. I've seen the nigga in concert. It's yeah. not too many rappers I've seen in concert. Yeah. Okay. He really let me down. Yeah, yeah. I I ain't gonna lie. We might need like schoolboy Q. You know, when he when he can tap back into his Hoover days, because mm. he I feel like Scuba Q is the, is the perfect example of I'm not going to be out here in the streets doing the dumb shit. Mm. But I've been in the streets long enough doing the dumb shit that I could always recollect. Mm-hmm. I could always pull back and, and remember those days. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm not going to be one doing the shit. Yeah. You know we'll be out here playing golf and shit, living yeah. a nice mundane life. Yeah. It's keeping his money. You know what I'm saying? Not spending on lawyers, staying out of jail raising his daughter how dare he you know what i'm saying out here being a civilized ex-game banging black man making great music i might add i feel like he ain't fell off yet you can say what you want to about crash talk but nigga i just saw something recently where schoolboy said that he actually doesn't like um how dark blank face was really yeah that means two things for me that means he might have actually got some therapy and he's actually in a very better place mentally. But it also saddens me because it means that because he's in a better place, a lot of people that be fucked up in the head tend to make the best music. So I feel like he was probably fucked up in the head when he made Blank Face. Why it came out so dark? Because that's one of his best. That's not that's, even one of I feel like that is his best album. That's the one everybody turns to. So, I mean, while I definitely like my rappers to be in good mental health, even if the music suffers, because beyond just servicing my ear like he does have to, he does have a whole family to provide for you know what I'm saying and shit all that all that, that that bad mental space he made some great music of it I still could always listen to it you know what I'm saying niggas want my old shit buy my old album you know what I'm saying and who knows I still remember when he was talking about um during crash talk interviews he like he made a few different albums so one of the albums he made was like more political or more like um along the line of uh you remember that song he had uh, black thought mm-hmm I wouldn't mind a, a not a political cue, but like a cue that's a little more social aware. I feel like he's he's still good with that too. He's a versatile artist. 
know what I'm saying? So wherever he's at with it right now, I'm with. Especially uh that last one he played on the snippet, it was called Soccer Dad, right? Yeah, no, that song's out. That song is out? Okay. That yeah. song came that out song... a while ago. That, that, that was like that was the first post post be the single for his album, and then we ain't heard nothing else but that song. Oh, I thought it was just a snippet, because even the way the beat sounded I know he always drops different shit, which is why people were kind of confused with Crash Talk, because that first single was almost like the most, not mainstream, but the most like unoriginal song he's ever made, mm. even though it's still a good song. But I feel like Soccer Dad, that, that, even TDE can't make that the first single, because that's a good song, but who, we ain't bumping that. Like, that's not going to go on the billboards. You know what I'm saying? It's no man of the year. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully, it's not, it's not even collard greens. Mm -hmm. Respectfully, it's a good song, but we know what y'all do. Y'all are good at choosing records that are still original and don't sound like the charts, but will still find their way on the charts. Because I'm telling you, I didn't expect collard greens to blow up like it did. I didn't either. And like at that point, I was already a schoolboy fan, and I saw when I heard like random white people in, in, in Spring Hill, the small towns I'm from, mm. bumping collard greens. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all know this song? Oh, this song must be big. Like, I didn't realize the Collard Greens was like that, like that. And keep it in G-Real. As a Schoolboy Q fan, that's not even one of my... I, I don't even bump. like that song like that. Yeah, but, I didn't even like that song like that. But it was the Man same... Man of the Year, I'll bump. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I did fuck with Man of the Year. Yeah, but Collard Greens, I, I'll i skip that one. I don't yeah. even care about it. It's the same like way that. with Swimming Pools. That was, yeah. like, I hated that song, but that was the song that really put Kendrick on, on like, on the mainstream level. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. You know what I'm saying? So they be knowing, like, hey, bro, sometimes you gotta you, you gotta do some shit that you don't like to get what you want. I was like, okay. For sure, for sure. But yeah, let's get into these topics. I realize I don't even know how we got there, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We here now. So I'm gonna let uh Bloodbath handle the order of the um the topics this time around because I low key forgot what they are. Okay. I remember one of them. So I'm gonna start with the battle rap stuff. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about wrap stuff. Then we'll get into the random silly things. Wow. So today when we're recording this, Jay Black and the good people over there at Champion are doing the panel for Champion of the Year, mm -hmm. all their categories. I thought they would be done by now. They're not, okay? Mm -hmm. I can tell you, we're recording this at like 6.30. They started at 4. Mm -hmm. And I was, oh, okay. So I checked on the stream, see what they're done. The stream is still going. The niggas are still in the panel wearing suits. Still so, deliberating. By next episode, we'll be able to tell you who they had for champion of the year, who they had for round of the year, body bag of the year, performance of the year, battle of the year, most improved battler of the year, upset of the year, and executive gold award that they always give out. And then they'll, I think, I think they named the woman of the year already, but I might've missed it. But yeah, all their, all their awards. We'll, we'll have those updated for you next week. I thought we'd have them today, but them niggas clearly have a lot to talk about. And that's perfect because I wouldn't even give one of my opinions on one of the categories you just said, but I'll just save that for the whole uh, another episode because I feel like that would be a good uh, cap because I feel like uh, I'll mention it right now real quick. Um, for those of you that are aware of certain things, before we get further into the episode, uh, my uh, co-host right here will be moving. You know what I'm saying? He'll be moving to a, a, another state. You know what I'm saying? Living his life like it's golden. You know what I'm saying? Real, real Joe Scottish. You know what I mean? So he's going to be moving on to bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? And this podcast will uh, be uh, wishing him the best on the journey. So I will be saying this will be the second to last episode. I just don't want y'all to be blindsided. And I definitely don't want y'all asking questions like, yo, where the podcast at? When are you going to record again? I'm going to be like, 
the, the, the niggas in a different state. I don't even want to say where he's going because I don't know if he's announced that. I want to give him the uh, respect of privacy in case he hasn't said it. I mean, yeah, I told everybody already. So Okay, well, wherever he's going, that's where he's going. Niggas going to be in Virginia, you know what I'm saying? So maybe he might he might holler at Pusha T one time. You know what I mean? Maybe by that time, it'll be dry for Pusha T, you know, since the last time it was almost dry. I, I, I got the reference. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I also got the news. So you'll see how this podcast would not last if it was just me. <laughs> um, later Wait. this month, uh, a groundbreaking event, you know, something that we've never seen before. The ground is broken. King of the Die and URL, you know what I'm saying, are coming together for an event mm. in honor of Pat's Day. It's a fundraiser event. It's called Stay Forever, a Pat's Day Memorial fundraiser event. So it's, it's going to be in Canada, obviously. It's a two day event. Uh, they got a bunch of battles and it's all just raise funds for past day's family because yeah. we all know what happened to past day that's dope man that's that's like when wwe and, and ecw got together okay or when, when wwe bought ecw but they made they <laughs> made it a great ass event for the fans yeah you know it's very similar very <laughs> almost identically yeah yeah uh so so the card <laughs> is either that or would you would you consider uh king of the dot to be ecw or would they be wcw because i feel like i feel like you bought both of these people so it's like the <laughs> same shout out to vince mcmahon for being a fucking business tyrant my nigga that's how wwe grew that just buying everything that that's really how walking your trap take over your trap that's that's literally what they did to every every organization and AJ Styles, nigga, he said, nigga, I don't even want your whole t- nigga TNA, nigga tits and ass, nigga, just give me AJ Styles. They don't own TNA. They don't own it. They don't. They just TNA want AJ Styles. Around. That's why I thought that was the funniest shit. Cause I'm like, okay, we're used to them buying other people, but mm-hmm. when they go to TNA, they're like, yeah, y'all ain't good enough. I just want that dude. They took him and they took Samoa Joe. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was a second dude. I just, I just knew AJ Styles, and I knew for a fact. That he was, yeah, he the was. Face yeah, of he that. was. He definitely was. It was him and Samoa Joe was all they had, Damn. all they had. But then both of them went to to Japan for a little bit, and then that's when WWE got them. Is after they left and went to Japan, they was mm-hmm. like, all right, they've been away from America enough. Now we can bring them back, and yeah. people in America, will be like, oh, these dudes still great. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. You want you want you you want you want some of this American dollars again, or you still want some of that again? For real, for real. So yeah. Uh, the card so far, they got Dumbfounded versus Roan. They got be nice. Hollow to Don versus Sharon. I'm cool with that. Real Sick and Lou Castro versus DNA and Charlie Clips. That's going to be interesting because I haven't seen, even though I know Charlie Clips and DNA are real cool homies, I don't think I've seen them be team. But they're also two people that have been on really good teams. DNA with Kayshawn and Charlie Clips with, with Goods. So... They're gonna be veterans with the with the team shit. Actually, no, I think they've been team one time. I think they were team before DNA got with Kayshawn and then they like locked in. Mm. If I'm not mistaken. I could be pulling that out of my ass. But, but yeah. I'm they, definitely gonna be excited to see oh, yeah. Real Sick and Luke Castro. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. And like Luke Castro and battle both these niggas already. So I know he's yeah. hopefully he has some shit to say. He he better use some insights, man, because they gonna need it. Cause, mm-hmm. Cause Charlie Clips ain't ain't he ain't slouched one bit since he decided to Come back from while and out. And then we also got the Saurus versus Kid Twist mm-hmm. and Mad Flex versus Mike P. Well, I don't even know who Mad Flex is, but Mike P been been sucking all through the year. So I oh, whoever that other nigga is, 
I, whoever my P isn't, I give it to that person <laughs> at, this, at this point. We, we need, my P need a recovery, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But respectfully. I think you've had your losing streak, so I think you can, you can battle back now. Because I know, I'll put it this way. I'm not so ingrained in the culture that I don't know the niggas that are winning. So if I know your name, you were good at one point. You know what I'm saying? Except for Stumbles. Stumbles the only nigga that I know, and he, he's been ass from the beginning to me. You know what I'm saying? Except for, you know, stumbling his foot upon niggas' faces or whatnot, beating niggas up when they out of town. I'm talking to you, Snake Eyes. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Shout out to Mike P. And um, when he, whenever his losing streak ends. So, um, I had that something else. <laughs> but I don't think it was Battle Rap. Really. But shout out to uh, King of the Dot and, uh, and URL coming together. You know, and, um, you know, acting right in yeah. the name of Pat's Day. That's, that's really dope because Pat's Day was a really big staple on both of these um, um, platforms. Absolutely. So it, it only makes sense. And I'm glad we could put egos aside and just come together and make a good event. You know what I'm saying? Were you trying to remember the uh, next topic or it was something related to No, this? it wasn't nothing related to that, bro. I'm past that already. Um, and then in other news and non-battle rap news, uh, more silly stuff. So the, the Super Bowl was yesterday in our time. Mm-hmm. Some, and, some of y'all might have known about it, you know. Yeah, so I know uh, it's a small little local event. <laughs> Gilly was posting videos of him and Wallow before the game, mm-hmm. and he said he went. If you ever seen the video, he went like he went in Wallow's room. Wallow wasn't there. He saw Wallow had laid, jerseys laid out for the Eagles and for Kansas City. So basically, the nigga was playing both sides of the fence, yes. and niggas don't rock with that, especially Philly niggas, yeah. bro. Either you, either you all in or you ain't. So yeah. then he starts walking through the house looking for Wallow. Finds that nigga Wallow in the pool, mm-hmm. and he start he he pressed this nigga about it. Wallow was like, "Huh, what?" Wallow started doing talking about everything but these two jerseys. He started he started saying he's once and what one of his lies was, "Oh, one of them ain't even mine, bro. That's actually Rasheed Wallace jersey. You know, even North Carolina, they can't get the Michelin Michelin Ness out there. So I, I, I got it for him." Damn, Wallow, you out here coughing, please. Wallow, he lying. <laughs> he lying hard. While you went too in a pool. He was he was in the pool doing spins. He was finding everything else. He was literally Damn. spinning. Like, hey, bro, you you can't do this. We ain't talking about that right now, nigga. Ain't nobody talking about you spinning. Damn. See, that would, I just found that really silly. It's not really hip hop related, but it was silly. I did hear that uh, Gilly had burned the um the jersey. <laughs> I did hear that Gilly did that, <laughs> and. On Wallow's side, I understand why he did that because he has long since said that he is very much, he follows the winners. Oh, so he, he openly yes. admits it. <laughs> yes, Gilly's been called him out on, he's like, he ain't even a Philly fan, he ain't a team fan. He's like, no, I'm just a LeBron fan. He was like, he wasn't a fan of the Lakers until they got LeBron. He's like, he wasn't a fan of the Golden State Warriors until they got Steph Curry. He's like, I, I like the winners. I follow the winners. Why are you going to follow a team that loses? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I understood him in particular having both jerseys so, so he literally whoever wins he was gonna wear that jersey and sport it you know what i'm saying but but yeah like i did hear that G- a gilly had burned the jersey that's why i found it was hilarious when you said that he was in the pool because the next i just wallow trying to hop out the pool <laughs> mad fast be like yo yo cuz you know what i'm saying so but yeah uh uh I, I've seen some of the eagles fans be upset at the loss it, it is what it, it is. was a close game it was a really close game yeah, and yeah, I don't know anybody that's a. I go well, one person, but I don't know too many people that are uh, fans of the other side. But yeah, a lot of people I saw that were Eagles fans were disappointed and whatnot. Tough night for y'all, but y'all are good, man. Y'all, y'all made it there. Maybe next time. 
Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I'll tell you what, it would have made it for a good Meek Mill song. Oh, yeah. Look, Philly was ready to go up. Yeah. Philly was ready. It would have been Uzi Vert and Meek Mill songs all night. Yeah. Because niggas like that, that uh, I just want to rock song. That that song is big. That song is getting big, boy. That song is big. Speaking of being big and, you know what I'm saying, just being out and about everywhere. Talking about me? No, nobody was talking about you. I mean, you are big, and you do, for some reason, have your ass crack out and about everywhere when you wear pants. I, I don't understand how you never know what your crack is out. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about Cardi B and Offset, how they got a meal at McDonald's. It's this thing called gravity, man. It just, it just happens sometimes, man. Is that why your titties be sagging? So, what Cardi... Was, what was the topic? Cardi B and Offset, <laughs> they, have, they have a McDonald's meal now. That's why I saw Cardi B and um, Offset um, doing commercials and whatnot. Yeah, because they have that. that. Like, McDonald's is partnering with all the blacks. You know what I'm saying? So, they, they got a meal now. It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow for us is Valentine's Day. So, it starts mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. It includes a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large Coke. Okay, not bad. Not bad. And a quarter pounder with cheese with a large orange high C. Plus a large order of fries and an apple pie. I'm not mad at it. It just feels really specific. Like, because apparently these are their favorite things to get. So that's why. I get that. But I, making it all one thing is just weird. Because I'm like, because you know what's going to really happen? Especially out here. Because the people at McDonald's, they don't like working at McDonald's. They so don't. anytime you try to change anything, they just get pissed at you. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? People are gonna get that meal, but then be like, "But can you change this? The nah, cook for this? Nah, 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 and change this or that?" That's not just work, bro. They're gonna switch up mad shit, and then be like, "Nigga, by the time niggas finish, it's gonna be a whole other fucking meal." Yeah, you might you should order something else at that point. And I, yeah. I agree with him on that. Like, hey, bro, hey, can I get the? But I want the nah, nah, fine. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm but yeah, for sure. Shout out to Cardi B and the Offset. I will say it was funny as fuck. When they showed a before and after of Cardi B, it was one time when she was going, ba da ba ba ba, I'm fucking him. <laughs> and then <laughs> the new one is her and Offset, she sings it properly. And I'm like, see, progress. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. So I, 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 speaking to people before and after, I've been seeing people upset. So they've been posting scissors before and after. It's being real petty online because everybody knows scissors got work done. Well, I am. Very much a person that is not afraid to say I'm not a fan of people getting work done. At the same time, it's your body, it's your life. I'm just gonna have my own opinions about it. And a lot of times, mainly, I feel like the white people get shit done to their faces and they look fucking crazy afterwards. And then I have to, I have to pretend like I don't feel like that should look crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then people, other people, be going crazy, being like, "Oh my gosh, you look beautiful. You don't look your age." Nigga, what? Just because she got a skinny body, but her face looks like Jim Carrey on the mask, you are not going to sit here and act like that's beautiful. But anyway, yes, yeah, since it got work done, it is what it is. She even says it on the album. You yeah, know I mean, it's, it's not a secret that she got to yeah, work done. Yeah, like, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, it, that's the industry we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? At least it ain't on these BBLs, killing y'all type level. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I remember, I, y'all niggas don't even talk about, I remember when she was a little more chunky and had mad, um, 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 freckles on her face, like freckles on her lips. It was hella freckles. She was still cute back then too. But again, the industry we're in, who's to say that she would still be the scissor of today if she still had those freckles? We don't know. I would still like her. My co-host, I'm pretty sure he would still like her because he don't care about that shit. We care about the music, and the music is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of y'all mainstream motherfuckers 
probably probably there will probably be some kind of um pushback because y'all just care about everything that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. She got work done. She looks beautiful. I just hope she feels beautiful. And nigga, that's for her, the person she's fucking, and and whoever ends up having her DNA in the future to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Just keep on cranking out these awesome ass albums. That's all I care about. That is truly all I care about. You know what I'm saying? Because that last album is amazing. I was listening to it today, my nigga. Like, that shit fucking fire. Shout out to SZA. But yeah, shout out to SZA. That's really all I had. Unless you want to talk about Chris Brown not knowing who Robert Glasper was. I saw a piece of that. I saw someone showing a Robert Glasper uh, a TikTok. And somebody was like, how did Chris Brown know who this is? That's a little weird, but it is what it is. It I was mean, actually a blow. It came from the Grammys. And I don't even watch the Grammys. They didn't watch it, but I do know this story. So... Robert Glasper and Chris Brown were both in the same R&B category for like R&B album of the year. Mm-hmm. Then Chris Brown went on IG and was like, who the fuck is Robert Glasper? <laughs> and then people was like, nigga, how are you at this level in your career and you don't even know who the fuck Robert Glasper is? Like the nigga has made the, all of the black radios hit. It's like, he's like a, he's a very well-respected artist in the air. Like all main, like most niggas know Robert Glasper. So then what he didn't know, that he had to walk it back and apologize to Robert Glasper. He's like, oh, I didn't really mean it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we both at such a high level. You know, I we really, both. I respect what you do. It's just, you know, I just feel like we, we're not even in the same category of music. I don't even know why they put us in the same category. They're like, because it's not really like, you know, it's not like an R&B thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But then people was like, what does he think R&B stands for? <laughs> Rhythm and blues. <laughs> so it doesn't just mean the shit. It doesn't just mean these hoes ain't loyal in songs that sound like it. I, so again, he's like, he's, he still ain't, he still ain't lived it down yet. So now Robert, like, so like, like, so he messaged Robert Glasser about, it, um, so, and then Robert Glasser just recently started advertising t-shirts to say, who the fuck is Robert Glasser on them? He gonna start selling them, which I think is smart. That's genius. definitely smart. That's fire. Genius. That's fire. And still get that collab too. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, niggas, niggas be having egos and shit. And, and also I like. I'll vouch for, uh, not vouch, but like with Chris Brown, with this last album, I, I haven't listened to no Chris Brown album in its entirety, except for this last one. This mm-hmm. last one, I really liked it. It was a really good album in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, yeah, that album deserved to go to the Grammys. But another thing, I feel like maybe he probably thought it was a white boy. And that's why he thought he could get like the same feeling as like when, um when I think it was either Beyonce or Kanye was up for a Grammy and then um Beck one mm. and at that time i didn't know who beck was mm. so everybody and people like me especially younger folks because we you know we'd be wrong and strong we'd be like who the fuck is this new ass nigga that we ain't never heard of before winning shit over the shit we've been bumping all year mm. you know what i'm saying and i still don't feel like the nigga should have won but at least i was aware that oh he's been around for years he actually is an artist he's just you know just like you and i don't be aware of Selena Gomez nope. or Taylor Swift nope. or even Post Malone. Nope. And these people be going platinum a minute, mm-hmm. selling a million copies every every day. This is true. You know what I'm saying? But we, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that album out. And apparently the street's been on fire with it. That's what that's what happened with, with Harry Styles. Yeah. Now, I've saying? never heard now one of that man's songs. At all. I just know he was, he was a part of One Direction and now he dresses like a woman and, you know, everybody just is so enamored with it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But hey, what about when Kid Cudi does it? You know what I'm saying? But and they said the nigga I guess the nigga bit his album from somebody else. I don't know. I really don't I, that part I don't know nothing about. I saw online they showed um somebody that released the album in twenty twenty 
that the album covers are similar, or at least the same concept. You know, the room's upside down. That's what um, Harry Styles' album looks like. The um, room's upside down. And apparently, musically, it's a little different, too. Because even niggas was talking about, um, I guess he's a song title. He's like, well, he made such and such, but he could never make a such and such. So maybe he even bit the music stylings of this person. But, you know, I'm pretty sure you can probably Google that. You know, check who the original artist is. And yes, the original artist is black. So, you know, it's always the white man stealing from the black man. But in tune, you know, give that original black man some streams. You know what I'm saying? Just like you should do the same thing if you love Fetty Wap Yams. You know, give uh, some listens to Masego. You know what I mean? For sure. That's all I got. And that's all we got. Because everything else is either going to be tragic or shit we don't want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, congrats to, to Rihanna for being pregnant again. All right. You know what I mean? Shouts out to children. Go ahead, buy some more, buy some more Fenty. You know what I mean? I do want to get some Fenty though. I don't mind her being a billionaire either. I I really like that shit. Yeah, I, I do want to give me some Fenty. I'm gonna give me some of them draws. For sure, they got good shit. You know what I mean? I don't know if there's anything in, in my category, but they make plus sizes. They do? Yeah, they do. Like I, because I know they have like plus size models, so I know that they have like stuff for big people. Because mm. I've seen the pictures, so. You yeah. might, you might be able to get you some draws, you know. Hopefully, all my draws got holes in them. But anyway, I think that will conclude the news segment. You know what I'm saying? We get to this, uh, this you know colossal, you know epic battle that went down. You know what I'm saying? Almost a, a shadows of war type situation. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Bars clashing. You know what I'm saying? Eagles clashing. Spit going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Pros versus caps. Blue on blue. You know what I'm saying? Gaps versus lazy eyes. It was all kinds of clashings going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A real Bushido Blaze showdown. So this week's battle was Ichigati versus Snake Eyes. This battle was a couple years old. This happened. Uh, this was like one of those riot battles during the, mm. during the pandemic. You can tell us all about because Gichi didn't have his braids yet. Yeah, just had a fro. Mm-hmm. So. This is two artists we've already talked about before, so I don't yeah. think we need to do like full backgrounds on them. Yeah, it's a real Kumite showdown. I okay. just wish I had the sound effect. Every I wish I wish I could just have the sound effect every time I say the Kumite. <laughs> that shit is single-handedly the most one of the most funniest things about a random episode of the Boondocks. I might watch it today just for the hell of it, just for that. But yeah. So for those that don't know, yeah, Gucci, uh, ooh, Gucci, wow, Gucci had nothing to do with this. Yeah, nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Gigi Gotti versus Snake Eyes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, two two veterans, or at least at this level, you know. I ain't gonna lie, I almost wanna, would Gigi Gotti be, since he's technically, I guess, retired, right? At this hmm. point, one of one of my coworkers said he was retired, and it makes sense, because his, his, his battles have definitely slowed down. He's won enough, he's definitely made a bunch of money with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, he's like, yo, what else is there for me to do? Besides, he battled everybody, honestly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Besides maybe get that lick back with, with Murder Moot, because now I got to say it. One of the categories, upset, that's my upset, because that shit should not happen, all right? I don't care what nobody says. I don't care how much gas was in the room. Them bars was not hitting like that. They wasn't. I even said that to my freaking coworkers. I was like, nigga, I don't care if niggas... I don't even like how casually he said, yeah, when Murder Moot went against Gigi Gotti, I was like, wait, no, 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 no. There's more to that, okay? Don't just say that casually like he, like he actually outdid the nigga. Like... Yeah, it wasn't the best Geechee. Cool. But that gas in the room? I'll, listen, as a New Yorker, I'm just tight when the same nigga that can be like, you're, you're a city responsible for killing Biggie. 
but then and the whole room's erupts. But then also says your place is responsible for killing pot smoke and the whole room erupts. That's not the same demographic, my nigga. That's not the same demographic. That nigga died in nine six. Pop smoke wasn't even born yet. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, nigga. Niggas, so much fucking gas in that room, my nigga. I want a rematch on that shit. Do you think it's that was upset of the year? You think it's gonna be different? We definitely can't do it in New York. <laughs> It's not, it's not we can't okay. do it in New York. We can't do it in Jersey. We might not even be able to do it in Philly. We, we niggas gotta buy plane tickets. All right, niggas no. can't drive to that. The place. only neutral location is to come back to the South. I'll I'm, take that. That's the only neutral location. Unless they want to do it. They want to do it in Atlanta. Yeah, either that or they could do like a Midwest battle. But do you think that's too close to the East? That might be too close. <laughs> that, might be, that might be too close. That might be too close. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah. Gigi got it versus Snake Eyes. Now I will say on this one, with it being on Riot, <coughs> which is a uh, uh, Gigi Gotti's platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the bias was in the building like a motherfucker, boy. It was. It definitely it was. was. But what made it worse is I wish I could vouch for Snake Eyes, but I feel like he also wasn't saying he wasn't saying shit. shit. So it bro. was like bias, but then it was also like he was kind of. He was he was borderline ass. He was just enough to not be ass, but he definitely was dense. He was knocking on ass's door. My name. I could smell the ass. It was that close. He wasn't in the cheeks, but mm-hmm. I could smell the ass. Yeah, no, it was it was it was definitely booty aroma was definitely yes. in the room. It oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was wafting around the room. But yeah. It was you could tell because like because like because the ass farted and, mm-hmm. and his, his his he had pink eye. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was it was that close to ass. I agree. I ass air was everywhere. Yes, and then what made it even worse is this wasn't even the uh, uh, it was as far from a best skeet you got it. Like he was stuttering more than I've ever seen him stutter. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Freestyling bars. Yep. So casually, like just casually, not even trying his best and still killing a nigga. Yep. Like killing a nigga. That's yep. Like when I told you, Snake Eyes barely got any reaction. <laughs> he might have got one or two hmms per round. And when I say per round, we might even just knock out the first one. I feel like the first one, he ain't get shit. No, no, no. In my opinion, the third was the worst. The, the third, third the third, the th- nobody, nobody even chuckled in the third. Nothing. It was just, it was just bad, boy. His best part was was talking over Geechee. That was the best thing he did. That was the best thing he did was talking over Geechee's rounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is crazy because I I like Snake Eyes. Like like I know that's why I made sure we did this battle because I know you like Snake Eyes. And I I gotta be I gotta be definitely I gotta be real about it. I'm like I don't even know how he got that shot. Like that's why when Geechee guy was talking shit, it was like you beg for this shit. I'm like I kind of believe it. So I'm like yo, and I even when he battled New Jersey Torque, I was like he's up he's up to that level already. Mm-hmm. Like this nigga's getting looks. Mm-hmm. Now, at least he did better in the in, against New Jersey against yeah, Twerk. He has good battles. Yeah. It's just ain't one of them. This was not one of them, boys. I'm surprised this didn't knock him back down to to zero, my <laughs> nigga. God damn! But yeah, let's 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 get into it. All right. So in the first round, uh, Snake started off. He said he's, he really wasn't even talking to Geechee. He started just talking about URL stuff and all the people in URL talking about how he wanted to battle Dandy, how he wanted to battle next. Yeah. It's everybody but Geechee for real. Yeah. That's a fact. And then after that, he really didn't say nothing too crazy for the rest of the round. <laughs> and I and it was like a situation where, I, I like when I'm when I listen to battles, I'm usually doing something else. Like mm-hmm. I might be like just so I can just focus on bars, like I don't like to focus on performance. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm, I didn't hear nothing 
interested this entire round. Like I, At all. And I just want to make sure I went crazy. I ran it back just to be sure. Yeah, I was no. So, I was checking. I was like, am I tripping? Like, am I missing something? And so then Geechee went and Geechee just already knew it was a wrap after after Snake's first round. He already knew, oh yeah, this battle's over. Well, maybe even worse, he was like, you got more to say? <laughs> he kept more bars? this nigga. Because he's like, yo, if you want to, yo, you want to you you rap some more, man, you can go ahead and rap, cuz. You sure? Okay. So then Geechee goes, and Geechee, Geechee started off slow, but then as soon as he got to that ball cap line, I was like, all right, yeah, he, he comfortable now. Yeah. He real comfortable. And Geechee didn't even release, his first round wasn't even that crazy. It was just good enough to be better than the nothing that Snake Eyes said. It, and, and when I tell you Snake Eyes didn't say like one good, like, what made it even worse is like sometimes it would sound like it had potential. And then by the time he gets to the end, I'm like, well, that was a wasted. <laughs> that, that wasn't that good. It was just like, all right, all right. This is, and it just kept on going and going and going. And I'm just thinking, like, maybe he's going to say something fire. Maybe something good. Well, maybe one good bar. Nope. All this shit was just Hershey, dark chocolate, no peanuts, nothing. So then in the second, Snake tried to make a rebuttal. Nobody cared. Then he just started talking about industry stuff. You know what I'm saying? Talking about how Geechee be battling too much, mm-hmm. saying he need to chill, and then he started to lose his steam. And nobody agreed. Nobody seemed to care. Nobody, nobody agreed at all. And then I feel like he almost was about to choke for a second in the third because he wasn't getting no reaction. I feel like it was starting to get to him, but yeah. he finished it off. He finished his round off because like, he, he lost his flow a little bit, though, but he finished his round off. Mm-hmm. Then Geechee in the second, which is, I feel like Geechee's best round rap-wise, he started off with that snake scheme and that had the room immediately Yeah, because <laughs> it was a good snake scheme. Yeah. So then he started off with the snake scheme. Then he basically just like called snake guys a bitch, which he calls everybody a bitch, you know, just basically get you got things. It was a pretty good round in my yeah, opinion. Pretty decent round. Uh, and then he just freestyled about him being better. Mm-hmm. And then he could only see half of what it took. Yep. That, that had the room like, whoo. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was, it just, it started off downhill and just kept getting lower and lower. Yeah. Like, Geechee might be like the last time that might, this might be the last time that a nigga put a nigga's body bag in a body bag. <laughs> like that's, that's what I feel like this was, you know what I'm saying? It, it was, it was crazy. And then what made it worse is I think when Snake Eyes went, was it in the third where he tried to make jokes? And even the, here's what I'm disappointed. All right. You that's are Harlem nigga. That's the third. You are Harlem nigga, bro. Like. New, if there's one thing that New York niggas know how to do is crack on niggas. And even when niggas crack on niggas and the shit ain't funny, they do it so confidently and so stupidly that sometimes it still be funny. Because it'd be like, yo, this nigga really believes he just had some ill shit. And niggas will make niggas laugh just at the shit. So when he's from Harlem and has a good subject to talk about, the fact that Geechee be missing teeth and shit, it's like, or, or his gaps look so ill, like, the jokes wasn't even funny. I'm just like, you you didn't want to, you did not want to win. <laughs> you wanted to really come out here and lose in another state. Like, like, I, I, I was, I was flabbergasted. Because mm-hmm. even the jokes, the jokes could flip some things off. When he was saying the jokes and even nobody reacted to the joke, not one person laughed. Not one person. And you could tell it was bothering because he was, he was looking around the room trying to find a laugh <laughs> just like, just to get his energy back. He wasn't finding shit. Bruh. He wasn't finding shit. Who's the nigga that who's the nigga that battled Ike P? Which win? 
with uh not, oh, oh wait you no, talking about you talking about oh you talking about uh it was the, the funny dude oh will skills will skills if will skills <laughs> would have did better in that room than him there's a problem because will skills was actually funny. Will skills was, was funny and what makes it worse is i i be trying to figure out half the time will skills wasn't trying to be funny he just, he just was <laughs> he was trying his heart <laughs> he thought he was saying the most john blaze shit ever but it just would be hilarious my nigga. you know what i'm saying but for state guys to come through with them whack ass jokes i was just like bro and they get you in and reverse that shit and, and 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 made more eye jokes and it was hilarious. Yeah, it was it was great eye jokes. And then like the third, it was just it was it was already over for that nigga. It was already over for snake guys. And then for Geechee to spend basically the whole round telling him how he a fake crip and how he don't crip right. I was just like, yeah, bro, this this battle's over. He was this is freestyling, and he was in the freestyles, nigga. Yo, who's a, he said what twerk or something? He was like, yo, y'all let uh such and such no clips. He said, like, y'all let Clips bomb and then still uh, uh, tell me that he won. Mm-hmm. So y'all can't tell me shit. Yeah, because I knew exactly what we're talking about. That was the battle where Geechee battled Clips and Clips said pause and did like that deep breathing thing. And he tried to see say it was part of his round. Mm-hmm. But it was people were debating whether it was a choke or not. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, but Geechee was like, bro, you you don't even crip right. So I'm going to get you together. And then Snake Eyes got all in his feelings. And then like, he, 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 he was like, she threw me off all that faking the shit. <laughs> she was like, I, I got to find my round again. <laughs> all that damn talking. <laughs> and that's what they Harlem niggas is good for doing is talking. They definitely talk through niggas rounds. And I don't understand it. Especially two years ago. That might have been around the time where like Harlem niggas was just excessively talking over nigga shit. I think that's when Mook did it. Fucked up a whole battle. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that yeah that that was not a good day for Snake Eyes. It was just a rough day for Snake Eyes to be called out for not cripping right, and then openly admit to it, and then be surprised when niggas had the had the evidence and facts. Like, bro, you you was out here wearing Calvin Klein shorts. He was like, yeah, I was wearing Calvin Klein. Yeah, I was wearing them. And Gucci was like, thank you for admitting it. So yeah, he was wearing sick hell in the shorts. Y'all, the room was like, what? You? How dare you? Snake Eyes was like, I mean. Yeah, 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 y'all gotta get your politics right, man. You gonna gangbang, get your politics right, man. So yeah, uh, that was the battle. It is this isn't one of the battles I can recommend for everybody to watch unless you really just enjoy both these rappers. It's not it's, it, this this is one that you can miss. Yeah, this one you you can you can skip this one. You know what I'm saying? This is this ain't this this, this yeah, yeah, basically. This is almost like a get you got it album. Just just skip this one. Damn. Okay? You just don't like that nigga's music. I did not like his music. I'm still waiting for him to drop a good one. If anything, he got the time now. He ain't battled no more. You know what I'm saying? He got the podcast going. You know what I'm saying? Probably using that money into investments. I feel like Geechee guys is a smart man. He's probably making his money work for him. I feel like right now he probably got the time to actually really devote to some good music. Because I feel like he, he has the material to make great music. And he we just, know we know we can rap. Yeah, we know he can rap. So, you know, if he really want to do that, he can that last album, it wasn't, it, it, it didn't do it for me, man. I understand. Go get the money. You know what I mean? Let's get into the scores. All right. So, crowd control. Crowd control, I gave Snake a two. Okay. And I was being generous. I was being real generous. Okay. Okay. It was only because they didn't boo. Yep. Yep. If, if it was, a, if you, like, if you put a one, the amount of non-fight you will get for me, like, very generous on this two. Okay. God, I gave him a four. Same exact for me, two and four. Okay. Uh, for the same reason. If, if I would have heard a piece of a boo, then I would have put one down. But because, yeah, because, because it wasn't no boo, and I was like, all right, yeah. I'm going to get this nigga to two. It's, it's damn near a 1.99. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. If a nigga would have thought about booing, he would have, I would have put it there. Yeah. If a nigga had boo in his eyes, I would have said, yep, that, that, that's a boo. You know what I'm saying? If he, if he had his boo with him, <laughs> we would have got one. Delivery. Delivery. I gave uh, I gave Snake Eyes a four. I tend to like his delivery. You know what I'm saying? The aggressive shit. That's one thing I can give him credit on. He And he still had that. For the most part, even though he was definitely losing at one point, because you can only you can only try to push through so far, my nigga. Uh, Gotti, I gave him a three because on this one he was really chilling, really not taking the battle serious, so he wasn't even really like pressing the line like he normally do. It wasn't even his final form. It wasn't even his final form at all. He didn't have the braids. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I gave him both threes for delivery. Uh, neither one of them were really. It seemed like. Trying very hard this battle, and, yeah. and like, I can feel, I feel like Snake Eyes was trying at a certain point, but then he was just losing it. So then he was like, "All right, bro, I'm gonna just get through my material." It and felt that, like haymakers. I gave uh, Snake a two, also barely a two. You know what I'm saying? And only because I feel like he tried to say good shit. I'm giving benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe there's some bars that are actually good, but because the of the energy of the room, I'm just not getting it, or it ain't hitting me. Like like. Cause he was definitely, especially the first few rounds, he was like almost confident saying it. He was like, "Oh, I'm, it's definitely gonna get a reaction when I finish this bar." It didn't. It didn't get no reaction. Nope. Guy that gave him a four because he was just casually whipping the nigga ass, even though he was still stuttering, even though the bars was whatever. He still was casually hitting the nigga, even to the point where some of his bars wasn't even like he would clearly freestyle a bar and it wasn't even a good bar, but it would still hit. The crowd would still love it and still just work because he just had the momentum like that. I gave Snake a two and I gave Geechee a three for Haymakers. Uh, Geechee, it just it wasn't nothing too crazy from Geechee. He had a couple funny lines, but mm-hmm. other than that, he was just up there just just finishing the battle that he agreed to do. <laughs> he was, was that trying? He was just uh, up there doing what he want because he used to battle on the roof. The loser had to jump. Yeah, so. Zone, I gave Snake Eyes a three for Zone because, you know, at first he seemed all confidence in the world and then. You know, slowly the, the, the fight was getting beat out of him. You know what I'm saying? But he held it. He, for, somebody, for somebody who was definitely clearly losing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like he held it together the best he could. Respectfully. Gotti. I gave Gotti a three on zone. Actually, I don't want to give him a three. Let me make it a four. I gave him a four on zone because he was very confident going into it. Even with the stutters and whatnot, the stutters probably is why I gave him a um a, a three because he definitely this is the most I ever seen him stutter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And maybe it was because just the lack of serious talking. It was the, it was the, the talking, talking yeah. and the lack of because even yeah. before he was talking, the nigga would just be stuttering yeah. like he just was like whatever on this battle. But he was very confident going in there. He was in his bag. Nigga was even looking at the camera laughing and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I gave him a, a four. I gave Snake Eyes a two, and I gave Geechee a four for zone. Snake Eyes clearly wasn't in his zone because clearly, because for he got called out for not cripping right in a room full of crips. And then the funniest part is the way Geechee was like, "Chill out, nigga. We ain't gonna jump you, bro. All that extra shit." And then we go do a slogan. He's like, "He's like this nigga all scared and shit." And if it's real, y'all can tell. Y'all can see it. And that's what made him funnier. If he's just talking about how scared the nigga is. And then ends it with talking about how real he is. Like, yeah. 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 Because, 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 oh, oh, I ain't gonna lie. There was a time where, like, where Geechee had said, he's like, hey, all that talking gonna, gonna, all that talking gonna get you packed out. <laughs> and then I swear I heard Snake Eyes kind of chill with the talking afterwards. Like, he kind of chilled on all that talking. Cause he, bro, he, he just, knew he was out there by himself. Like, yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? So you got, even though and and with the battle they did say they homies, mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like nigga still a man, my nigga. You still out there by yourself, so you gotta mm-hmm. relax. So, but yeah, then afterwards he was like, he was like, chill, nigga. We ain't gonna jump you. That was just a bar, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Say so overall, snake guys got a nine, which is a C. I gave get you a fourteen, which is B. I gave uh, I gave snake guys an eleven, and I gave uh Gucci Gotti a fifteen. All right. So, you know. Similar scores. Yeah. Arts right, of the week. week. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. My artist of the week has been a uh, finesse two times. Been listening to his shit, and that 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 album still hits. Okay. I've been all over the place. Really, I've been listening to finesse. Then listening to still that report card by Absol is my favorite. Just song from him. I just it just. I, that song I feel like is just what more do you want in a in a, um, a hip hop record? And I ain't gonna lie, even though I haven't had a chance to listen to the album, I'm excited to listen to um 2000 because I don't know how or why, but I guess there's two songs that he dropped that aren't on the album that I mm-hmm. listen to, and they sound like not vintage Joey Badass, but like it's 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 a good era that he's in. You know what I'm saying? He's popping this money shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's still very much hip hop. The bar's still there. The style's there. Still there. So when I do, t- you know, you're going to like the album. Yeah, I know that because I've listened to it. So I know you're going to like it. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, and um, shout out to Nas. I listened to King's Disease 3. Mm-hmm. Pretty good album. You mm-hmm. know, it's, Nas shit is just casually good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There really ain't too much. It's almost like like an Av battle. Like there ain't too much to say about it. You know the name. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. And you know, saying shout out to Hip Boy, really appreciation to Hip Boy mm-hmm. for just being so good of a producer that you get Nas in the studio to keep on releasing albums, especially during and the time like, like this. And he's out here like inspiring Nas and Ken. I forever keeping Nas relevant if niggas want to be honest. For sure, yeah, because because I mean, while Nas is always gonna be relevant, just off the name, Re- I'm saying relevant. Like I say, I probably relevant musically. I'll say he's definitely keeping him consistent. Yeah, because Nas, like even before when niggas take forever with albums. Niggas would be like, oh, Nas drops albums like almost every, but when Nas, you let Nas tell it, it was because he couldn't find good beats, which, you know, and he always addresses like, yo, they'll let you, they'll tell you that I pick bad beats. Eh, a lot of people pick bad beats. Mm-hmm. We really want to be like, nigga, there's a lot of suspect beats that the locks have rapped over, mm-hmm. but they just rap so well that you forget the beat is bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I play some JDK shit right now. You're gonna be like, nigga, why is he rapping all this drug kill him shit over this happy ass beat? Like this shit sound weird. You know what I mean? But yeah. So and of course I oh yeah, and West Side Gun. I was definitely listening to that uh Hitler Hitler Wears Hermes um ten. And and just makes me very excited for a Stove God album. Cause I ain't gonna lie. Even at this point, if he doesn't release another album, I want him to keep on being consistent with the um guest features because these like these solo albums don't even well at least from West Side Gun. Like I feel like he's proved enough, so he don't even be really trying to make solo albums no more. Like he'll have mm-hmm. so many features from his niggas on there, and I love it. It'll it'll sound like a compilation, but a compilation with a little more direction. Mm-hmm. So niggas just in a bag getting money. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to see. And one last shout out. Uh I did listen to that Freddie Gibbs album. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I liked it. I was listening to a lot of music this week. I've my, I have a new job and the new job is a fir, is a far um a far drive for me. So now I really get chances to listen to these albums and whatnot. Did you feel like his soul was sold separately? I definitely feel like that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, 
He definitely addressed having beef with a few rappers. How did you, all right? So this is the question: How did you feel about the song he got with Offset, "Pain and Strife"? It's, it's earlier now. It's what it's what it's, 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 surprisingly I really like that song, but nobody else seems to really like that song but me. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't like, that song was a little mid to me because even Offset didn't sound like Offset because because Offset is one of the niggas that like that's why I respect for the Migos. Niggas can try to box them out as mumble rappers or trap rappers, but Migos are they they strike me as the niggas that care. So mm-hmm. like even if they may not be bar heavy per se, you know, like with us listening to niggas like Lupe, they're not mm-hmm. gonna be Lupe you to death. But they'll flow the shit out that song. Yeah. And Offset has been a nigga that'll flow the shit out of song. He has a whole album with 21 Savage before 21 Savage mm-hmm. really was like trying to get ill with the bars. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was one thing I was impressed with, I was like, yo, this nigga flowing like a motherfucker on this shit. Like this nigga, this nigga has found the beat and will merge with it mm-hmm. almost on some avatar shit. Like that nigga, that nigga don't just ride the beat. That nigga con- connects his dreads to the beat and becomes one with it and flows on that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that verse was just felt very throwaway hmm. for, uh, for Offset. To me, at least. Okay. I understand. You don't gotta like it. Yeah. But, you know, good albums. Good albums, good music. You know what I'm saying? One day I'm gonna get to this little Baby album. I ain't gonna lie. Just, you don't got to. Um, I wanna get to that and get to the T. Grizzly album. The Chapter okay. of the Trenches. Okay. Now you talk. Um, <laughs> you was not feeling that little Baby album at all. I huh? really wasn't, Brandon. I, I like Lil Baby. I li- Here's the problem with the album. I like the verses. Terrible hoax on that album. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That the the what the lead single. Hey, I was just like terrible, terrible. Like the verses on that song are good, but just hey, his headphones. I come to my house. What? What are we talking about? Even I was just like, uh, cause he, cause he does like his last album. The hooks are great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? uh, Brand new cars. No, he was going. Hey. So yeah. I just hope that the numbers still reflect so he doesn't like he can get better with the hooks, but I don't want him to go on some YG shit and be like, see, niggas don't even care about bars. And then next thing you know, he regresses and his shit sounds ass. And then it's like, it's good hooks, but he ain't talking about shit on these verses. You know what I mean? He'll fuck around and go on some made in Tokyo shit. And I'm gonna be like, damn, how do we get from, from mm-hmm. this to that? I don't think his fans is gonna let him do that. I feel like even I feel like little baby fans actually like when he raps. Yeah. So I've like people will actually get upset if he goes in there and just decides to stop rapping. I hope so, because I used to think that YG fans like when he made good albums, but apparently I we feel were you. wrong. I, I, I also thought that Quan and yeah. I was very incorrect. But I don't know. I I don't know what his numbers is like now. He YG claims they're still good. So that's, that's all that matter. Oh, also one last thing too. I agree with you with the ESTG thing, that last album. It's it, it didn't hit like it used to. And I think I know what the problem is. I feel like the first half of the album, he didn't, he only had like one forever rolling song. Forever rolling. He just needs to stick with him. Maybe he yep. was trying to experiment when he's not with forever. Basically, every song that has forever rolling, I dig. The mm-hmm. ones that don't, I could do without. I'm telling you, bro. It's, it's not the same. Like, cause yeah. I've, I've, what, what was that called? What, what was the album called? It was like, I, I, ain't I never felt, felt nothing. I ain't never felt nothing. I ain't never liked none of them songs, bro. Yeah. Cause I listened to it. I said, bro, this is not the same. Yeah. Nothing on the, like, bro, the fact that one song, Riata Dada, was harder than this entire album. Yeah. Literally, the first, the first two songs, and then once you start hearing Forever Rolling, that's the album for me. Cause everything in between, I'm cool on. Like, it's crazy. Respect. How he went in the booth and like I like ESTG. We both like ESTG. Yeah. 
I don't know how he made a whole album full of songs that I don't like. I don't get it. He's almost like a under if you want to consider him underground, like an underground little baby. Whereas like he's just a nigga that was a street nigga that mm-hmm. got in the booth, got really good really fast out of nowhere. And to the point that niggas really liked it, like that n- niggas will be in the comments when that nigga would drop a song, it's like or a feature and be like, yo, EST ESTG has not missed yet. Yeah. And he was he was on a great run. Yeah, so this might be his first miss. And even then, he's got some good joints on there. Like the joint with um with him and Jack Harlow, that joint is okay. That song was okay. That song is okay. But I feel like it'll get him views, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the joint with Future. I feel like that'll get him views. So he'll 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 He already had a song with Future. Host. Future's on the Lick Back remix. Yeah. That one sucking this bitch titty like I'm trying to get some syrup out of it. Future was the worst part of that song, bro. He really was, bro. Really I was like, bro, I don't understand what like what it is with Future. Like, I'm not a Future fan, but I understand that Future adds some great energy to a lot of songs. A but Future is either hit or miss. Very much. And when he miss, yeah. it's ugly. It is not a good looking strikeout. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel in that verse at all. To the to the point that I I play the original. <laughs> Look back. I don't play the remix. <laughs> Or even sometimes when I play the when I play the remix, once that shit comes in, I I, I skip it. Like I, I move to the next one. Try to get some sip at it. But yeah. So shout out to ESTG. Are you officially done with Arsenal? So you named like seven people. <laughs> I've had a lot of time to listen to these to, to albums now that I have a long commute. You know, what I'm saying in Georgia traffic. So yeah, I think that's 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 everything. Okay, so I have like two. I got first. I'm gonna say I'm gonna start with them. Stick with the R&B section right here. Vito, Vito dropped his um his album Mood Swings. I've heard Gr- the name. Great R and B music. Yeah, uh, he's only thirteen songs, forty minutes. Get in, get out. Mm-hmm. Great, great R and B project. If you're not familiar with Vito, um, if you've seen the Usher Tiny Desk concert, which I'm assuming all black people have at this point, mm-hmm. he was one of the uh, he was he was the other dude next to Eric Bellinger. Like okay. so, he's one of the back background singers for Usher right there. Fine. Great voice, just good, just good classic R and B type feel. Really enjoyed it. Never gonna be mad at that. Yeah, and then we're gonna get into the ratchet shit. Gloss up before the gloss up mm. is hard. Mm. I'm telling y'all niggas right now. Mm. I turned that shit on the other day because I used to play something when I'm in the shower. I said, "All right, let me let me bump this." Mm. The album's hard, y'all. Okay, it's I, hard. I love everything about Glorilla, Gloss Up, yeah. and all her all, all her peoples, all her crew that be rapping. All them are. They, they they putting on yeah bro 13 songs 30 minutes she knew just to get in and get out and she ain't overstand her welcome yeah i like it and it's gonna be fire because they're all signed well most of them are signed and they're all signed to different places yeah like, she's the one to sign the qc yeah she signed the qc glorilla signed the cmg um i think they have another one k carbon she signed mm-hmm. somewhere else like they're all just signed all over the place and while that normally would cause a problem that actually is really 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 fire because like mm-hmm. It'll lead to more collabs from, you know, it just, it just works. I feel like, and they still come together and work with Hit Kid, who's the guy that produced, um, Glorilla's hits Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I think they're even cool again too. I know there was a rift between them at one time. Yeah. She got a song with him on here. Yeah. I think they're cool. Well, well, Glorilla and Hit Kid, I don't think Gloss have had no problem, but you know, that's where the Shibuya's and the Yuta type songs, I feel a, a compilation coming out because those things joints be going viral. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to just all that. Nigga, shout out to Memphis, my nigga. Yeah, like, shout out to Memphis. You know what I'm saying? But nah, this album is hard. She only like so out of 13 songs, I like most of them. It's like two or three I didn't care for. But yeah. I like most of it. I, it's a good project. I was bumping it. I was like, oh yeah, this shit is hard. And I know 
then uh, it's not some shit that niggas implode out this shit. I'll admit for the niggas who don't want to admit nigga, this shit hard. I ain't even listening to it and not fucks with it. Yeah, this shit hard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, those that's that, that's what I got for us of the week right now. And she take care of her kids. I don't even care. Most of the album is about being a mom. Just like it's just, just like a gangster version of being a mom. Nigga, I'll so, fucks with it, my nigga. Her kids, I've never seen her kids are on the album cover. Like the nigga. album's all about how she a mom, how Bruh. she had to doing it for the kids. I saw I saw her online handcrafting, I think, some shit for her kids on Valentine's Day or some shit. Mm-hmm. I've never seen and she's on, by the way. Like, don't get don't get me wrong. I know Glorilla is the one that's really got the recognition, but Gloss Hub is on. So for me to see an on rapper handcrafting some shit for her children that was just fly for me to see you know what i'm saying so i fucks with that all the way you know what Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i fucks with parents doing shit for their kids and the fact that she's on and she's like nigga i'm still gonna be a present ass mama Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we shit we fucking with yg when he was like nigga don't you got a daughter yeah i'm a gang banging ass dad yep so hey i fucks with it you know what i'm saying shout out to gloss up shout out to glorilla Shout out to K Carbon. Shout out to the rest of the clique. They don't have a name, so that's why I can't really call them nothing. Um, like, I know two of them, Slimmeroni and Alize. And shout shout out to them too, because I'm yep. pretty sure they hard too. Everybody in the clique is hard. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think that'll conclude our episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, this has been another episode of the Hold It Down Podcast. And uh, for those that didn't catch the first time, this will be the second to last episode. Um, you know what I'm saying? The bloodbath is moving on to bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? Moving on to a better place. Better job, you know what I'm saying? I want to say a better state, you know what I'm saying? You know, Georgia's the real estate. Let, let Charles Gambino tell it. But, you know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to conclude. You know what I'm saying? We had a good run. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate all the fans, all the audience, all the supporters. You know what I'm saying? Arterial Stover, Public Enemy B, yep. and uh, who's the third person? Rappy Rapper. Rappy Rapper. We appreciate y'all because I, I only know y'all names because y'all are consistent. And y'all showed up for anything related to us. And, and dead end stuff and we just fucks with y'all you know what I'm saying but it's been a good run you know what I mean we appreciate we, we have fun doing this you know what I mean so yeah we're gonna end this one we're gonna end this shit gracefully you know what I mean absolutely we're, but, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna take the bow out you know what I'm saying <laughs> gracefully <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'll give twerk I'll give twerk credit for that because even after doing that he still handled the battle pretty well yeah for some reason, his shit was missing bows, but he was still doing okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've seen a lot of niggas, when they take your slogan from you, niggas don't have shit after that. Yeah, they really don't. The, 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 the shit shift after that shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-O-N-D-A-B-E-A-T. That's Saquon on the beat. That's my Instagram. You can follow me on there. I'm on there the most often. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's a long ass name because them niggas got me. It is what it is. But um, my other socials are at Saquon D. That's S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-D on all those. I'm mostly on TikTok, so holler at me on there too. Um, but if you want some beats, holler at me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N dot beatstars.com. I got all kind of beats on there. You know what I'm All the artists that we mentioned, I got those kind of beats. You know what I mean? Where can they find you at? Um, if you want to look for me, you know, all my socials are pretty simple. They're probably not going to change no time soon. Uh, hit me up at not bloodbath you know talk to me i talk back i talk about all kinds of random things be honest with you you know it depends on what pops in my head at that moment i don't tweet too much but i tweet fairly regularly you know um i'm pretty open uh like people if we we want to play marvel snap hit me up i'll play you i'll i'll run some marvel snap games with you don't matter just hit me up but yeah that's gonna do with this week's episode everything quan said is true we always appreciate y'all thank y'all for always supporting tuning in and uh 
Just remember when it's over to tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell the bitch to tell the hoe. No, it's alcohol hold it down. Yeah, dig.